amazing blessings. My name is Dr. Darlene Gomes, and I hope that this becomes a place where you can find the encouragement that you need directly from the giver of all good things. I'm glad you could join us as we look into God's word and discover the amazing blessings he has laid out before us. Today we're starting a series that looks at the Psalms in conjunction with the life of David. So as we look at a Psalm, we're going to look at what was going on in David's life at that same time. And today we're starting with Psalm 9. This little series is called Looking Back to Look Ahead because it's actually Psalm 9 and 10 together. We'll talk about why those two very possibly could be going together a little bit later because we're really focusing on the beginning of chapter 9 today. Now, the possible historical reference of this psalm is up for question a little bit, but it's a pretty good chance that it is in conjunction with what happened in 1 Samuel 17. Now, this comes from the fact that it is listed as Mutha Leban, which could mean a reference to a musical instrument, or it could be the tune that it was used with. Now, if it's interpreted as a tune, Mutha Leban was a Chaldean melody entitled The Death of a, the Sun which is actually a song that retells the death of, quote, the champion who went out between the camps, the warrior we know as Goliath. So if this information is indeed based on that tune, or if it's just musical information, it's clear that Psalm 9 is David praising the Lord for his mighty works in the defense of his people. We're going to look at it as if it were with the context of Goliath, and I think you'll understand how it does seem to fit very well. Psalm 9-1 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. The more we know God and we recognize his hand in our lives, that should be the call of our heart. As we remember all of the wonderful things that the Lord has done for us, our response should be praise directed to him. Imagine how ridiculous it would have been for David to defeat Goliath with a sling and five smooth stones, only to return to King Saul and the Israelites to brag about his great power and military strength. That's ridiculous. That's exactly like us actually thinking that we don't need the Lord's help, that we can handle the giants in our lives just fine on our own. If you're not sure about 
how ridiculous this sounds. Take a look back at 1 Samuel chapter 17 to refresh your picture of Goliath. There is no way a shepherd boy would have stood a chance. Even a handsome, experienced shepherd boy. He was still just a boy. But God works that way today. He knows that we are not up for the battles we will be facing. He knows us because he made us. So we offer to him our insignificant little giftings and he lovingly accepts them and then allows us to use them to accomplish his great work. It wasn't the stones. It wasn't David's aim and slingshot skills. It wasn't even David's bravery. It was David's heart for the Lord. It was David's motive, his desire to see the name of the Lord taken from the mocking voice of Goliath and raised high in praise by all of Israel. So in Psalm 9, David begins by praising God in verses 1 and 2 and makes a quick statement about the results of God's work on David's enemies in verse 3. And then he proceeds to detail exactly what God did. If you have a copy of Psalm 9, take a look at verses 4 to 10 and notice all of the God actions. On a side note, I'm actually kind of a word nerd, and I really love seeing the grammatical construction of ideas in Scripture. In this case, we're looking specifically at the subject, God, and the verb, what he did. In verse 4, you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne. You have given righteous, righteous judgment. Verse 5, you have rebuked. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their names. Verse 6, you rooted out their cities. Verse 7, the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne. Verse 8, he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the people with uprightness. Verse 9 and 10, the Lord is a stronghold and you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Look at all the action on David's behalf. While we recognize all the things David said God did or does, one missing element stood out to me. Did you notice that there is nothing listed that David did? If this is indeed talking about the defeat of Goliath, David clearly wanted it to be recognized that he himself 
really had very little to do with that victory. What giants are you facing today? What overwhelming adversity is looming over your life? Don't join the crowd around you that sits in dread, fearing there is nothing that can be done. Don't run in the other direction, ignoring the issue that has you quaking to your core. Recognize who your God truly is. Offer up what little you have in your hands. Only then can you face the giants with a strength that is clearly not your own. Knowing and trusting with complete confidence that you, O oh Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you'd like to sign up for your weekly dose of amazing blessings, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to share the blessings with others, you can do so through the podcast or through the newsletter. You can follow me at Amazing Blessings on Instagram. And you can sign up for the Amazing Blessings newsletter at darlingomes.substack.com. Thank you for joining us and have an amazing week.